You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey, guys. Welcome to ISO The Buns Podcast. Sorry it's a little bit late this week, and uh, some of you might be wondering what's going on. Well, I've decided to take December off, air quotes. I'm uh, holding off on releasing any interviews, and just uh, I'm going to go out and do some, but I need to stockpile. I'm also a little burnt out, but uh, that's what the New Year's for, right? Recharge and start again. Do you guys have any big New Year's plans? I don't right now. Uh, some Christmas dinner plans, really, but other than that, nothing. Uh, and no, no interesting trades on the horizon either. If you guys know of any uh, interesting things to do over the holidays, maybe uh, hit me up on the Buns app at Koji K O H J I or on Facebook or whatever. Because yeah, I got a lot of free time quote-unquote you know I kind of miss doing this I haven't done it in a in a while and uh, it's weird you know when I started out this whole thing I didn't really think anything of it I just thought you know it'd be fun to interview some people and Buns has a lot of interesting stories and that's really it and now I'm kind of addicted to it to the point where you know it's been a few days I haven't talk to myself into a microphone (laughs) and uh you know i feel like something's missing maybe i'm just ultra narcissistic i don't know anyway some exciting stuff happening with buns in the new year i can't really talk about it right now but uh you know come 2018 maybe we can have a discussion anyway guys time for this week in buns and i'll see you next week for a short stint this week in buns lore goes to the buns xmas market uh we got dvds for kids in need a little black history for you laura yeah and buns gets horny Okay, well, that was enough of that. <laughs> this is the Buns Podcast. Uh, basically, we tell you all the best things in all of the Bun Zones. I'm Aura. Uh, you're Aura. That's the combination of you and me. What? I'm Aura. I'm Lauren. Lauren. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Wild. And let's get to these stories. Okay, so I went to the beautiful Buns sixth annual annual no sixth edition christmas market there was so many amazing things at this event let me lay it down for you number one there was a harp player Jeez. there so this i walk in it's like like magic christmas happiness already so that was beautiful set really set the mood the gladstone hotel fabulous venue they had three different rooms going with different uh things you could trade Anything from buttons to cookies to bath salts, not the drug kinds, to 
Uh, this woman was selling yarn and literally uh, with a, a sp- I don't even know what they call a spindle uh, wheel making. Yeah, whatever the, whatever Rapunzel had. Whatever Rapunzel. No, no, the picture finger. Is that her? Uh, Sleeping Beauty. No. Pricked your finger. Yo, are we... No, hold on a second. I mean, I'm not saying she didn't. What's the one with the gremlin and he comes back, hey, I'll give you one wish. Uh, that's what your firstborn kid. Oh, that is Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin, that's what it is. That's a Rumpelstiltskin. We yeah. got a Rumpelstiltskin was there. <laughs> it's crazy. It was wild. Uh, I mean, Rapunzel was there as well. She was yeah. just... Uh, Hiding from Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, yeah, in her tower with in the hair. Tower. That's not a... Pro- Whatever. That's Rapunzel, yeah? Yeah, in the tower when she left down her hair. Yes. Okay. Separate stories similar vibe <laughs> i get it um and then there was uh i got my tarot cards read there is a reader there which was wild um and i entered my name to into this draw because they were getting a bunch of uh of the uh, things that were being traded and put them into little packages for people so Great. excited to see if i win that as well there was a live trading space so in the back of one of the rooms a bunch of tables were set up and people had brought their items for trade so you could come in and actually trade face to face. And I got a girl's uh, like um, app uh, display name so I could get a scoby from her. So Look at I'm you. really excited about that. This so, is, you know what's kind of weird is that my grandma, yeah. this is what she had done her entire life. Scobies. <laughs> making scobies. Wow. No. Um, in Jamaica, like rural Jamaica, they go out. My grandfather used to like fish. Mm-hmm. bring back fish back home and then sell it the next day or same day at market so you just whoa. go to market you sell them or you trade and barter you get whatever you needed yeah and, like, and that was your life whoa imagine doing that make i mean you can't do that now no although you could argue that that's all the economy really is yeah mm. just more more middlemen in between <laughs> each player there but yeah the buns christmas uh, market was a huge success had a great time and everybody that ran at the event did such a great job awesome uh, moving on, we know that we're in holiday season. Oh, yeah. And we know that ugly Christmas parties are going to be a thing and are a thing and are going to continue to be a thing. Yeah. It ha- it just so happened that I was on the Buns app and then 10 in a row. 10? Ten? 10, 10 posts in a row were all about ugly sweaters. Uh-huh. So, I mean, all I'm saying is if you want to get a, if you want to get your sweater, you want to get on the cheap, just do it on Buns because they got some, some pretty good one. Obviously, our favorite one is the... Getting baked one, which is a a crisp, uh, yeah. a gingerbread cookie who also has a spliff in his mouth. Hey, so... of course you know that's my favorite. <laughs> uh, have you been to ugly Christmas sweater parties? Uh, many, many. Um, I feel like I feel like they're dated. I feel like you don't need to do them anymore. Yeah, find a better thing to do with Christmas. Yeah, like, I just think it's like everybody comes with their big sweater in a small like let's get litty space. Everybody's sweating on each other. Yeah. The, the sweaters get damp. You brush up against people. It's uh, it's not a cute scene. Okay, what I will say against that is though, <laughs> at a lot of places you're gonna get sweaty and bump onto people anyways. You know. But not sweaters. That just adds so much more business on top of it. <laughs> gross, gross, gross. Um. Okay. Um. We have a really sweet uh post by uh, Randy who works for an organization um, with a complex care youth in a group home setting. And they're looking for your uh, DVDs that you no longer have use for. They basically don't have great access to internet um, at this facility. And 
are tired of watching High School Musical for the hundredth time. Although I love High School Musical, so you know I would not be complaining about that. Anyways, so this got a h- amazing response. Everybody posting about uh, DVDs to give to a great uh, cause. Loved it. Loved it. Got one more movie related thing for you here. So, Orin and I, hate to admit it, are not huge Star Wars buffs. But please keep listening to the podcast. Yeah, don't don't just <laughs> toss us to the side. I mean, hey, I actually, no, I was going to say, I know a little bit about Star Wars. You know, me and, me and Luke Skywalker, we're, we're cool, we're buds. No. Uh, the way you said that uh, made it seem as if you knew nothing yeah. about Star Wars. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to get across. Um, so, a lot of people have been posting about this extra seats for uh, essentially sold out screening of The Last Jedi and IMAX at the Scotiabank Theater. So uh, lots of people are trading their tickets or looking for tickets. So keep your eyes out if that's an event you're looking to go to because people are trading their tickets. We said off the top of the podcast that I'd be teaching a bit of black history here. Already. So I got my pen and paper. I don't want to say this guy's name, but we'll go with Gost. Uh, he used to work for Adidas, and he basically acquired these limited edition Jesse Owens track shoes. Um, they're basically, look at cleats, like old school cleats that have been converted into sort of regular day casual shoes. Mm-hmm. And if you can imagine in your brain what they look like, they're basically a bowling shoe and a cleat mm-hmm. mixed together. So it's like pretty slim, pretty slick, and it's... um. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool looking. So, who's Jesse Owen? So, see, and I'm glad you said that, and I'm glad you're open to this. Oh, I'm Jesse right. Owen was uh, an American track star who basically, during World War II, when Hitler was like, I think I think all the Aryan people are the best, and we are the master race, and everything like this. The third what? time you got to use that German accent. Oh, love it. Um, <laughs> going to try and do it every week. Guys. Every week. Let's slip it in there somehow. When he was going on his crazy rampage, um, also known as, you know, the Holocaust. Um, he, uh, AKA. AKA. Um, what's his name? Jesse Owens went to Germany, won the 100 meter dash. I think he won the 200 as well. Anyways, he won the one, at least the 100. And it's kind of got a slap in the face to someone who's like, hey, listen, we're the master race, except for these black people in the States. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're way faster than you. Oh. Um, so it was like a, a really pivotal moment. He's, he'll always go down in, uh, in sort of not only Olympic history, but also in world history. Oh my goodness, wonderful. Learning new things every day. Trying. So admins were at work this week, doing a lot of great, great things. Um, one, uh, two, two examples of when the admin posts and gets sassed at, and when the admin posts and is accepted. One, my favorite thing here is uh, Maria posts, is there a Bunt Anarchy Zone? Serious question. And this was a beef ting. <laughs> a beef ting. And Orin had pointed out that someone that's interested in anarchy is obviously going to be more combative. Yeah, and in, in the comments. In the least. comments section. So a lot of people were being like, uh, <laughs> you can't make a serious question out of an oxymoron. She's like, actually, I can. And I did. So thanks. And like, Yeah, there was a lot of shade and a lot of name like, calling going on in the comments on this male. one. Like, yeah, people were going crazy. Admin stepped in saying very politely, like, no, but there's a full list of other bun zones under the file tab. Closed off comments. And like, there was no more commentary on this post. I was like, hey, admin came and swooped right in there. 
Lovely, lovely. And then uh, did also them just being informative and doing what they do as admins. Someone was posting uh, about looking for an event space and had been like, we will pay. And the admin politely commented saying, this is a no cash zone. Please uh, make sure when you're posting, you have like a trade in mind or are looking for a trade versus like uh, money. And the guy right away was like, whoops, sorry about that. Change the post. Thanks for letting me know. So those are two little examples of how to interact with admins, but obviously we're going to go with the more positive one. Definitely. And let's give a round of applause to the, uh, to the yeah, that's good. Snap. snap, snap of applause. Snaps. I was trying to do it with two, but I'm holding a microphone. <laughs> um, let's, bring it, let's bring it back. Let's bring it way back because Rose J, that is the, their real name. Um, I don't know if it's a man or a woman. I think it's a woman because the hands on this look manicured on this picture, but it says, I am so someone to fix my Q5 Blackberry. Men get pedicures too. Manicures. You're right. I just went, I went a little bit, went a little bit uh, gender rolly just now. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. I take that back. Anyways, someone's looking to get their Blackberry fixed and we oh could only assume God. they're also going to get their telegraph fixed. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, their, oh, I don't know. What's another uh, old Come on. Something old. Something old. Uh, um, all right, well, <laughs> never know. mind. Uh, uh, anyways, we just kind of got thinking, like, what are some, like, to you, what's an old item that you know is sort of kind of aged out of technology, but you still, still, you still mess with it? Oh, I'm all about those floppy disks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, uh, I ha I'm still using my iPod Nano, the silver one. Yeah, it, I think it's also indestructive, though. Yeah, you can throw that thing at a freaking brick wall and still got Panic in the Disco playing on full blast. First of all, you know I'm going to judge you for that sound, for that for that artist selection just now. <sighs> I'm trying to think of, like, an old band that, like, I dug in the past, <laughs> but Panic in the Disco is the only one that came to my mind. Yeah, and um, speaking of, like, new technology, this is nothing to the podcast, but I scared you earlier when I talked to my, my Google Home. Yeah, this man's got a Google. Can we try it? What do you have to say? Okay, Google? Yeah, we have to, what are you going to ask it? Um, how big is my butt? If I could ask you anything, I'd ask, what's your favorite question? Oh. What's my favorite question? Okay, you know what? I'll ask it a random fact. Hey, Google. I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> we interrupted each other. Hey, Google. It's okay, Google. Okay, Google. What's a random fact? According to the Guinness Book of World Records, a boxer named Brandy holds the world record for longest dog tongue. Her tongue is 17 inches long. Jeez. Oh, my God. It even added a little bark at the end. I thought it meant boxer as in, like, a legitimate fighter. I did, too. And then it's like, 17 inches, like, that isn't a human. Yeah. <laughs> and then it had the barking noise. I'm like, okay, thank okay, goodness. Thank goodness. And that's, a, that's why I think it wanted to confirm all of our suspicions there. All right. So, Buns is doing this really interesting thing called Win It Wednesdays. So it's a giveaway where they're giving away, uh, this week is a pair of earrings. But all you have to do to enter this Win It Wednesday is to go, uh, like follow this, uh, the link on um, the Facebook page to the app, or if you're already on the app, hashtag your best items, gift it, um, and then you'll be uh, entered to win some, uh, some cool stuff. So good luck, Buns, they say to you, and the winners will be selected randomly on Monday, December 4th, which was yesterday, I guess, if you're... Uh, listening to this on Tuesday. 
whenever you're listening to it, whenever you're listening, listening to, to it. it, just know that this is something that we will continue to do here, at Buns, and that yeah, <laughs> that keep your keep your uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled. Sure. For the Win It Wednesdays, this was round two, so I'm assuming they're going to be doing it all throughout. All through oot. Um, let's talk about why you should know who your neighbors are. Important. Because there was a dog that was missing. Then the dog was found, which was obviously awesome. Amassing. The owner was only five houses down. Oh, what? Yeah, that's kind of... I mean, either the dog was found... The dog was found in the vicinity, so that was obviously a pretty good sign. Yeah. Um, But is this a reason to get to know your neighbors, or should we continue not giving a shit about our neighbors? Well, you should always give a shit about your neighbors. <laughs> uh, you can't be like dis. Like I think it's different. Depends on where you live. Like I live in like a place where it's like a full home with like a you know, people have like their own like yards and stuff. So more residential, I guess I should say. So there, like you kind of have like I grew up with my neighbors, you know. But in a city space where people are renting and they're moving in and out, or it's like a townhouse thing, it's kind of hard to like do that. Maybe maybe. Maybe you don't want to get close to your neighbors because they might leave. Oh. <laughs> That's the real reason. Uh, but we're glad in the end yeah. that this dog found its home. I mean, your next door neighbor, like the person you live directly beside on either side of you, should probably someone that you like say, hey, yo, how's it going? Or across the street. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have that urge to like know who all my neighbors are. I know who out of my like five or six neighbors which i kind of have living in a in a condo yeah i have like five or six, i know i know one of them really really well like pretty good well mm-hmm. like pretty good well that's english pretty good well. well yeah i know one not so good well but i see him all the time and he has a dog that's cute so i'm like hey what's up mm-hmm. and then the rest nah my thing about neighbors is it's just an opportunity to make new friends oh right it's not what they say about strangers yeah I talk to strangers all the time. <laughs> Subway is my favorite place. You sit beside someone, you're like, hi. And I wonder how they feel about you. Is it the same thing with like an airplane conversation? Oh, every time I sit on an airplane, I'm talking to the person. Oh my airplane. God. Oh, yeah, I actually got this one guy talking about his girlfriend that like wouldn't go on the pill. And I was like, listen, man, it's her choice. And it was this whole situation. It was a good time. Uh, and that's me. <laughs> I want to know how you got to the pill. And like, how long was this flight? It was... Four hours. Four, a four hour flight. You know, I guess you can get to that sort of territory in and, and, and hours. Jeez, all right. You go, girl. You can get anything out of anyone. If oh, you can get... I have this thing that I think I, uh, like, got from my mom, where my mom, like, people just trust her. Like, it's something about them Well, like, she can talk to them for five minutes, and they can be, like, pouring their life story out to her. And I feel like I ask the right questions to prompt those kinds of things. Jeez, you're like a Barbara Walters. You know, people just open up to her. I wish I could be more as articulate as Barbara Walters because I feel I'm like, that's cool. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Can't articulate something sometimes. But anyways, uh, here's something I can articulate, though. Segway. We got a vintage deer mount. Yes, that's a full neck of a, I guess it's not a deer, it's a buck. Well, it's the same thing. A deer and a buck are the same thing? Yeah, a deer is like the... uh the big classification for both of them. I think Buck's the male and then Doe's the female. Oh. I think. That sounds right, right, people? Yeah. Then what's a stag and Doe? I know. It's the same thing. I think a stag and a buck are the same thing. Oh. There's they, different different words for them. It's a buck. Oh, man. We're going to sound real stupid on this podcast. I know. <laughs> We're just not really uh, aware of the animal situation here. 
terminology, but um, this man has a full vintage deer mount. And uh, this is a big boy. Oren was telling me some interesting things about point systems for bucks. Yeah, how many points they have in their antlers is basically in reference to how, how big they are. So this man's got six points. So the antler has three on each side. It's wild. I only really assumed that they had one ant like antler point, but this man has six. That's crazy. Is that a crazy big one? Um, and I mean, I think that's that's a pretty good size. Yeah. I've obviously heard of like ten point bucks and like twelve point bucks, which are also like pretty massive. Um, I'm gonna uh, here's here's what I've learned about stags and and bucks. Oh, you have some information. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. God. So this is a challenge. I was most mostly right. Uh, basically, a stag is an adult male deer. Deer. Oh, okay. Where um a buck tends to be still a male deer, but just smaller, not as big. Oh. Um, it could also used be used to refer to um, a buck can be referred to as a, a sheep, a goat, a rabbit, and a hare as well. So it's basically just maturity okay. and also different different animals. But, yeah. Whoa. Now we know. Now we know. Now we know. Um, how about we talk about this wonderful story? Because one of the reoccurring themes on buns is you can find your niche on buns. Yeah. If you got something cool to sell. Got something cool on you. You can find a great place and a great home for it. So, this post is entitled, From Buns to Dragon's Den. Whoa. Ooh. So, basically, he made a post in 2016 uh, that led him to quit his job and to find a solution to all the food waste at grocery stores. As we know, there's a ton of waste from grocery stores. Yeah. Uh, where the food is just ugly or it's close to expiration date. Yeah. It just never goes on the shelves or it's thrown out early. And so this guy swoops in and creates this company called Flash Flood. Flash Flood. You said Flash Fuck. No, I said Flood. Did I say Fuck? Yeah, you said oh, Flash Oh, shit. Fuck. I mean, I'm glad we're not kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh. Mm, sorry about that, guys. Flash Flood. Uh, no, Flash Food. Who am I? <laughs> flash Food. Um, and what it basically does is it alerts you as to where food in the area is sort of about to go off. It's near the expiration date where the company's going to throw it out. You can get that food at a really cheap discount. Um, you can pay for it over your phone as long as you're willing to pick it up that same day. Whoa. And so he pitched it to the Dragon's Den. And? Three of the dragons said like, nah. Oh. But then two of the dragons were like, hell yeah. Oh, no yeah, so he, I'm curious how this is gonna, how this is gonna sort of play out. That he has the backer of two really big uh, people with a lot of money. Uh, hopefully this guy's idea goes going on. So that's for Josh Dominguez. Hey, man, good on you, and uh, all the best to you. Yeah, that's amazing, because food waste is such a big issue, especially in our, like, consumer-driven world. I hate the whole, like, an apple has to look perfect. There can't be any bruises on it for people to accept it. So I love that this is a, a thing to kind of prompt people to, especially, like, the dollars, like, how where you spend your money is huge. So it's good that they're putting it towards something like this. Exactly. Uh, we're going to flash forward to a story given to us by Emma. And she's basically looking for samples of skincare, makeup, lotion, and jewelry. She volunteers at a nonprofit organization that seeks to help and connect with marginalized women, some who have been sex trafficked. So every week they put together gift bags um, and uh, and then they give them out. And yeah, so if anybody works at a store like the Body Shop, Shoppers, Bath & Body Works, or happens to have unopened samples, uh, please give them to her. So she posts this. Uh, last week 
and the response has been beautiful. Oh, awesome. And not only people giving small samples, but like, no, I got I got full on full size things, full size things for you. So um, this is going to be a good month for them, especially heading into Christmas. Yeah. So I mean, all the love is going to Emma and her, the wonderful work that she's doing. That's awesome. Uh, horny buns. This is for you. <laughs> the way you said that. This is for you. Uh, we have Sorry, Sylvia. Did you want background music? Sylvia's looking for it. Or alternatively, teach her how to make horns, which I didn't know was a thing. Um, and she'll love you forever. This girl's looking for horns, and as Buns does, it delivered. And people are posting pictures of their their horns. You can apparently get them at Walmart and all this business. Anyway, it's just a fun little... And I uh, learned what Krampus was. It's not when you have a cramp on Christmas. It's the devil coming to you on for bad children. Basically, yeah, yeah. It's the devil coming for bad well, children. Well, I mean, if it's the devil coming for bad children, that's like... That's someone bad doing something, taking away bad children. That's not a bad thing. Taking away bad children. Those children suck. Get them out of the gene pool. <laughs> so he's actually doing us all really a favor. In fact, he's basically Jesus Christmas. <laughs> In fact, Krampus is actually well, doing Je God's work. Yeah, he's doing God's work right now. <sighs> oh, man. Well, Krampus, <laughs> good for you, buddy. Good, good for, for you. you. Uh, we had a bit of a debate here. Not between us, because uh, debates don't usually work when we're both on the same side of something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the real... Versus fake friends debate, a.k.a. trees. <laughs> so, real trees versus fake Christmas trees. Uh, some people swear by the real stuff. Some people swear by the fake stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we are both on team... Team fake. Team fake. I never have had a real tree, mm -hmm. simply because my mother is allergic to the pollen on the pine trees, or the carnivorous trees. So, we've always done with a fake tree, but... We actually uh, consulted our uh, fellow friend on the uh, Sustainable Joe's uh, 2084 podcast. Yeah, Stephen uh, Stephen Such. Stephen Such, and from his uh, Sustainable Joe's perspective, it's fake trees all the way. Fake trees all the way. Um, yeah, similarly, I've always had a fake tree, mm -hmm. and that's because my mom uh, was allergic yeah. to spending money. Oh, yeah, on us. So well, yeah, <laughs> so so there's that. that uh, <laughs> that happened but we, i mean big shout out to for steven for getting back to us on that yeah he cause... responded nice and quick before this podcast um but also like we've had our we had our fake christmas tree for like 17 years yeah that's real and it lasts for so long so instead of going cutting down a tree to then have it go to a landfill you just continually use and reuse and reuse again this fake tree and in fact we like inherited our grand not inherited that's kind of a dramatic word but um our grandparents like gave us their second uh, fake tree, so we didn't even buy another one. Great, great! I'm just so great, Oren. Give me more praise. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I need it. Um, and uh, let's end off with this. Uh, this interesting sort of tidbit because we talked about earlier about admins stepping in when things uh, are going weird or they need a bit of help in the zone. This admin stepped in because there was someone. There was someone who was like, listen, uh, we are looking for two new kittens for, we want to surprise our kids. Uh, we already have cats. We haven't had one since September, since our last cat passed away. But we'd love to get kittens. We would just love to do it. And what they're basically saying is that they are the 
perfect pet owners. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it just to do it. They're doing it because they love having cats around, loving pets around. Yeah. Um, and basically, the Min says something pretty important um, because they're saying Bunt's Pet Zone is a place for you, of course. But just an FYI, though um, animal advocates usually recommend against giving new pets as gifts during the holidays, especially as a surprise. Because animals thrive on stability and routine and being thrown into a non-standard environment, such as like having tons of people and wrapping paper and a big Christmas tree, mm -hmm. uh, may not be the best for the animals. And just another friendly reminder that, yeah, um, Christmas can be a wonderful and joyous time, but if you're not 100% serious and committed to having a pet, uh, having a pet and getting a new pet may not be the best thing for you on Christmas. I actually didn't know that that was a problem. So yeah, it's a big really problem. Cool. Mm. Uh, I'm not aware of that. Wild. Mm. I guess we all learned something today, didn't we? We did. Mm. <laughs> I'm Laura. I'm Orn. <laughs> That's been the This Week in Buns. Buns.